Hey guys, this is Naeem and you've reached the Mosaic Church Podcast. So excited that you're part of our listening community and I'd love for you to be even more connected. So check out our website. There's more content there and there's more opportunities for you to get connected in our ministries and events as well. Also, love for you to share this content. If this is blessed to you, I know that God wants to use you to bless other people with it. So share this podcast, if you will. Lastly, would you consider supporting this ministry? This is made possible by other people's generosity, and I'd love for you to pay it forward. Join us to reclaim the message and the movement of Jesus together. So would you consider giving to this ministry? I know that God is able to do immeasurably more through us when we come together. Thank you so much. God bless you. Enjoy. Good morning. How are we feeling this morning? Good? All right, quick question for you. Uh, how many of you would say that you, you're lucky? You're just a lucky person. Like you just, you, you, you've won, like you, you just win stuff. You just win stuff. Okay, we got some people. Okay, okay. How many of you are like, I have never won anything in my life? Anybody? I don't think I have. I mean, I just, I just don't know what it is. I mean, like, I don't think I'm ever going to win anything. Like, so why even bother? But then you still wonder, like, maybe, maybe, just maybe, right? Just maybe. And this morning, I want to talk about this idea of being lucky in prayer. Because I think for some of us, when, we co- when it comes to like how to pray, we find ourselves going, you know what, I just feel, I hope I just get lucky when it comes to prayer because I'm, I'm not quite sure if this actually works for me. How many of you would say that? Like, I don't even know if I'm lucky in prayer. Anybody? Like, you're like, okay, first of all, some of you are thinking, listen, Naeem, it's not about luck, it's about being blessed. Okay, first of all, let's get that right. I don't know where you're from, but I'm blessed. I'm not lucky. Okay, first of all, calm down. Second of all, you know and I know, you know and I know that when it comes to something that's really super serious, you are hoping and praying. You're like, oh God, oh God, I go, oh God, oh God, I really want this to work. And what it might not uh, be something you want to admit, it's like you want to, you roll the dice. It's like you roll the dice and you're like, oh, I hope, I hope, hope, oh. Like some of you, you might be like looking for some, that someone special. You know, that someone special, the one the one, right? And Neo obviously is nowhere to be found, if you guys know that. And you're like, and, and you're thinking, but I'm just hoping, and you go out and you t- on a limb, and you go on this date, and what's happening there? You, threw, you, you throw out a lot of prayers right there. You're like, I hope, I hope, I hope. Oh. No, it's not going to happen. You, and then there are other things in your life. You're like, you know, I just, I'm hoping and praying something would happen. The truth is, is that when it comes to prayer, we all need help in prayer. We all find ourselves in a place where like, I just don't know if I'm doing it right. How many, how many have ever wondered that? Am I doing it right? Am I, am I needing to say certain things? And what I find is, is like uh, growing up in a Islamic Muslim faith uh, for about 18 or 19 years of my life and then coming to faith in Jesus, but I found that prayer is one thing that continually stays, not just with two big cultures or two big religion groups. It's something that humanity cannot separate itself from. So there are some people who go, I just don't even believe in God. I don't believe in a higher power. But the truth of the matter is, is even those people would admit that when it comes down to it, when they're kind of stuck and they really need things to work, they're, they're, they're going to throw out, they're going to roll the dice on the universe or something 
just hoping and praying that it works out. Because I know that prayer is something none of us can ignore. It's like you got to get better at it because it's, it's, it's inseparable. Why? Because, again, you have hopes and you have dreams. And when you have hopes and dreams, prayer or wanting it to work out is something you are wishing and praying about. So what do we do? I mean, I've done so many sermons on prayer, and I find myself going, sometimes I feel like I've done an entire series on prayer, but again, it just seems like I'm rolling the dice on, on some of these requests that I have. And you, depending on how you grew up, you're like, you know what? Uh, I'm not lucky when it comes to prayer. Some people are extremely lucky when it comes to prayer, or they, 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 just their prayers work. They, they, like, and then others of us, you, you call God and you get the answering machine. You know what I'm saying? It's like you text him, there's a ghost. There's maybe a bubble here and there, and then, then the bubble goes away. It's like, I don't know. And then there are people you just go to, go to, and you won't admit this, but you go to them because when they roll the dice on prayer, man, it's a winner. It's, it's, it happens. It happens. But I think if you and I have personal hopes and dreams, if we are something that we are like really um, moving towards, then we got to get better at prayer. We got to figure this out a little bit. And I've had too many conversations this year alone that I find myself asking people or talking to people about the fact that this year, for so many of us, is a very significant year. I don't know what it is. Like, do you know it's almost March, people? Right? What happened? I blinked and I'm like, what, March? What's going on? And it's so interesting how, at least for me, I found people having conversations about this year being so significant. And I do believe that for some of us, this year is a game changer for you. Like a couple of years, like last year was one of those years of just going through some things. And But this year, I think you're going to be called to make some good decisions. You're going to be asked to do some things. You're going to be presented some opportunities. And you're going to have to decide, are you going to shift? And I think some people have already decided they're going to make the shift this year. So if you are one of those people, then you and I, then you got to figure out prayer. You have to figure out what prayer is all about. So what is it, right? And the people have thought about all kinds of ideas. They've thrown, thrown out so many things. So I, I would say that, first of all, I want you to walk away going, understanding this one big idea, and that is prayer is really about friendship and partnership. Friendship and partnership, okay? So when I say friendship, you say, okay, that we got it, okay? So it's about friendship and partnership. That's it. Prayer is truly about, if you want to just kind of sum it down or, or bring it all together, it's about those two things. See, for some of us, I think that we think of prayer as a re- religious uh, activity. And when religious activity is like you just do the things, you roll the dice, you do certain practices, and it's a transactional situation where if you do it right, you get what you want. If you pay the price, you get it, do it right, you do it. And I came from Muslim backgrounds, and, and for, for in Islam at least, there are certain things that you have to recite. There are certain Hail Marys, that whole bead thing. If you grew up Catholic, anybody understand Catholic Catholicism? Okay, Islam is very similar to that, which is, might be surprising for some of you, but we have beads as well, and you have to like, count the beads and say, Bismillah, Bismillah, Bismillah. And basically, that is like your Hail Marys. It's so similar in so many different religions because prayer is sometimes a transactional 
um, activity. But when it comes to friendship and partnership, prayer is moves away from transactional and moves to a transformational uh, experience. And if so if prayer is not transforming you and things around you, I'm not quite sure if you're really praying. I think you might be just doing some things that are just a, a ritual. You're not really getting to or tapping into what Jesus was talking about. You might find yourself just really in a religious activity. And that religious activity is extremely, extremely disappointing. And so if you, if you walk away this morning and you don't remember anything, I want you to know that it's about friendship and it's about what? Partnership. It's about what? Friendship and partnership. And I think there, there are two distinct, different kinds of prayer, life, and activity. I think for some of us, we spend a lot of time on the friendship part of things. So that's why when people say, what's prayer? We go, prayer is like what? Just talking to God. You just talk to God. You tell him your deals. It's processing out with God and all those things. Yes, 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 that's true. But then there's also a partnership with God. What does that look like? And so what I want to do, I want to spend some time really talking about that. I want to jump into a first passage of scripture here, and it reveals certain things. And the first topic I want to cover is this idea of prayer as developing a deep friendship with God. So let's jump in. It's in Philippians 4. Can you say Philippians 4? Okay. It starts off, and it's a beautiful verse. It's amazing. It's one of those things that you want to tell everybody about. It starts off and says, never what? Help me out. Never worry about anything. Easy to do. Let's put that down. Let's just do that. Let's just do that. I love when scripture starts off with like, okay, and do this. Keep on going. And you're like, what, what, what? But it's so easy for us to just go, hey, it's in the scriptures. It's in the letter of Paul to the Philippians. So it's, this is exactly what it is. But people who read this, people who wrote this, understand that when the writer writes something like this, they always are ready for the whole. What does this actually mean? It's never face value. You never take scripture at face value. You all, because it was never intended, it was intended for the reader to engage fully. But he starts off, he makes a statement that obviously is like, really? Who can do that? He says, never worry about anything. But in every situation, let God know what you need in prayer and requests while giving thanks. Then, 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 God's what? God's what? Peace, which goes beyond anything we can imagine, would guard your heart or your thoughts and your emotions through Christ Jesus. So he's, he's, he's painting a lot of pictures. Like, first of all, he's saying is, is that prayer is what? It is a pathway to the peace that you and I need. See, so many of us wrestle, wrestle with, uh, with anxiety. And we don't, I think the word anxiety has popped up so much more in recent years because I think a lot of us are more comfortable now with acknowledging that there are certain things that we are doing or certain things cause us to do certain things and we just didn't have a name for it and now we do. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad because as, as generations evolve and, and humanity evolves, we've allowed ourselves to be actually more human. And so when people now admit, hey, hey, I deal with anxiety, it's not like a shaming thing anymore. It's a really, uh, yes, me too. Like I do, I, as, yeah, I'm in this. 
And the writer here is talking about that when it comes to prayer as friendship, I want you to understand that Jesus first offers something in this deep friendship that you can't get anywhere else. And that's why you need to understand that prayer is connected to developing a deep friendship because it starts off with God saying, I want to give you something in this relationship that you're not going to get anywhere else, and that is peace. See, we can cope all day long, and we can find ways to manage our anxiety and manage our stress. We can do that. I mean, and, and there are some really healthy tools. I mean, the fact is we're very complicated, so, so our diet, our activities, everything matters in terms of how we can cope with anxiety. Our, our stress level, what we're, what we're trying to do in life versus how we're wired up, it all matters. But, but after all that has been said and done, the truth is that there is a peace that your soul longs for that only can be given by Jesus. That there is a peace, there is a calmness, there's a stillness that goes beyond just a moment of you just meditating. It goes beyond the sense of like, okay, I, I, I just want to shut off everything. I want to turn the lights, create the vibe. Mm, I'm good. I like vibes. I love it. I absolutely love it. I do yoga all the time. I, I, you're like, really? Yes, I do. Okay? Yes, I do. Come on. All right? Okay. All right. But I'll tell you what. The peace that you and I need, it's beyond that one experience, that one class. It's beyond that playing that music and go, okay, I'm good, I'm good. No, it's beyond that. It's more than, hey, every time this happens, I do this. There's a peace that God says, hey, in the middle of you getting hit, like, uh, relationally, psychologically, um, be, being T-boned in life, you find yourself either spinning in life in the middle of a tragic loss, in the middle of a continual just drag on your soul, in the middle of that, I can give you a piece that doesn't make any sense. And that only happens in prayer. That only happens when you move from, I'm not going to keep worrying about this, I'm going to talk to God about this. And so the first thing you need to understand, we need to understand is that when it comes to prayer is that there has to be activity and time and like just set aside for you telling God what's going on inside of you. And he promises that there is this, this protection that comes for your thoughts, your emotions, your heart, that he will guard you as you pour out your heart to him. Because if you're looking for peace, you've you got to go to him first. So if you've given up on prayer, which I know, I know, I know some friends who've given up on prayer. They just stopped praying like about four or five years ago. They did. During COVID, then all the racial injustice and then the political, uh, highly political uh, uh, Christianity that they've, they found themselves into. They're like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. And there was so much disappointment that came out of, out of COVID. People just stop praying. And I, I, I get that because you roll the dice and get, well, guess what happens? Were you lucky? No. Were you blessed? No. Didn't, have, didn't work. Didn't work. But here he's saying, hey, but there is a peace that comes with by you practicing prayer. And so I just want you to know, if you've given up on prayer as in I pray and things happen, let's just leave that alone. You pray and talk to God and peace happens. It just, it just happens. Can I explain it? I, I can't. But it's, 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 it's more real than any other things out there. So your, your current prayer 
uh, prayers are maybe indications of your current peace of mind right now. So just something to think about right there. The, the second thing is prayer, I believe, is also, like when it comes to friendship, it's also a, a process of purity. It's like, it's a practice in being pure. Now, in a religious context, you think, okay, pure means holy, you know, purity means like, okay, I don't do this, I don't do that, I don't watch this, I don't say this, I don't, I don't expose myself to this, all kinds of things. But I want to maybe reclaim this, this word purity. Um, what does it look like to have, to pray pure prayers in your life? Think of pure, and think of purity, spiritual purity, in terms of not being contaminated and by pretending to be someone you are not. You are not. So when it comes to deep friendship with God, I think you have to and we have to understand that when it comes to prayer, as you, maybe you're like, name, I've, I've just given up on it. I get it, I get it. But you, you pray, and I'm telling you, peace will come. But I'm also telling you that if you pray, it is, it is, it's, it's kind of like this therapy for your soul. It's, it's, it's where you find yourself being courageous enough to really say everything that's going on inside of you. That's why, that's why Jesus, he goes and says this in Matthew 6. He says, he says, hey, when you pray, don't, don't like, don't be like those who, who, what's the word there? Pretend, like pretend to be someone they're not. They're not. Like how many of you, right? How many of us have experienced this? I mean, I remember entering into Christianity and we, I would talk to people, regular talk, you know, regular whatever, and then they're going to say grace or say prayer or whatever. First of all, when people said, said say grace, I literally thought you meant, I meant, they meant say, say the word grace. That was one thing, okay? Also, I grew up in the Middle East, whatever, okay? And then people would start talking speaking and their accent would change <laughs> their vocabulary would change all of a sudden they're like british like you know like like sam you know like like what are you saying like what what's happening thou lord god i'm like what in some cases god was deaf he was british he was like he didn't understand like what are you doing i didn't i didn't get this i didn't get this and then he keeps on going jesus says hey First of all, don't pretend to be someone like you're not. And he says, they, those people, they love to stand and pray in places of worship or in the streets where people can see them. And for sure, I tell you, they will have their reward that they're going to get. But when you pray, when you pray, you go in the room by yourself. Like go into your room by yourself. He's like, hey, prayer's got to be so, it's got to be pure, yo. It's pure. It's private. You're going you're gonna, to you're gonna say some stuff that no one needs to hear. It's pure. It's, 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 it's so precious. It's sacred. Like it's, it's not like sacred, religious sacred. It's, it's so important. Like you just got to, you just got to, it's like a, taking a breather. It's like, oh, okay. I just got to be pure about this. I just got to be pure about this. He said, go to your room. And he says, after you shut the door, like pray to your father who is, uh, who is in secret, then your father who sees in secret will, re will reward you. Like, I love the fact that God is in secret. Like, basically applying is that there is a mystery 
There is a mystery about God that you can, that can only, will only be revealed when you shut the door and you're alone with him. Think that is what you have to kind of go into. Like you're never going to get into the mystery and never get, go get into the unknown of this God without you just going in deep with him. And so if other people are thinking about how to pray and when to pray because people are looking, no, he says, I want you to understand that prayer is a process of you getting more pure and pure and pure. And if you would just get more pure and pure and pure, meaning more honest and honest and honest, I will make sure you get holy. But if you focus on trying to pretend you are holy, you are never honest. But if you would just you would get pure. You get, you get alone. Like, no one should even know that you are like this big prayer person. Why? Because every time you pray, you're like in the, in the room, door is shut, music is blasting. They're like, what? I don't even know what he's doing in there. He says, when you say, don't say the same things over and over again, making long prayers like the people who do not know God. He's like, they, they think they've heard, that they are heard because of their prayers are long. Like, he's like, who, why do people think this? He said, don't be like them. Your father knows what you need before you ask him. Like, let me just stop right there. He's not saying don't talk about it. He's saying, I want you to understand that when it comes to prayer, developing prayer as a friendship, when you get alone with God, it's not about God, hey, did you know I actually want such and such and such? He's not, he's not. It's not about that. It's not about, hey, hey, I'm going to tell you something you don't know. Jesus is saying, I want you to shift your idea of prayer. Prayer is about you developing a deep friendship and relationship with God who already knows what you're worried about and thinking about. One, because he, he's going to guard your heart with all the worries you have. He's giving you peace. And then do not spend your time trying to convince God to make something happen. Like, don't give him, and I, 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 I got to be honest with you, I struggled with this early on because I remember one of the first times I was in a, like a, like just praying with people and it was, um, <laughs> it was, it was literally embarrassing, honestly, because first of all, praying in a circle is stressful. Can I get an amen to that? Like, it just is. You're like, what are you doing? What are you, what, what's happening right now? I remember the first one, they're like, everybody squeezed my hand. I'm like, what are we doing? Am I good? Do I, what? It was called, like, people have language, like, hey, we're going to do a, is it a red robin or a round robin? (laughs) Something robin? What is that? That's why everybody goes around. Then they're like, hey, we're going to do popcorn style. I was like, okay. Popcorn is what? People just pop up and pray. I was like, this is fascinating. (laughs) So I remember praying for the first, not for the first time, but in a, I was, it was like, I don't know where, it was like a church meeting or whatever, a couple of pastors there, and the one pastor I looked up to, and, um, and it was just over the food. We were just praying over the food. It's like a big deal about the food. First of all, why do we pray over the food? <laughs> Have you seen the gas prices? You should pray over the gas prices. <laughs> I pray, I'm like, Lord, do a miracle. Do a miracle. I mean, praying over eggs, I get that, Okay. Or the birds that caused it. Anyway, whatever. Chickens. But, but people do some weird stuff. Now, here's what's interesting. This guy, I, 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 I said my prayer, and this 
pastor started talking a little bit, and then he said something that stuck with me for like, I don't know, so many years now. He said, a prayer that does not have a Bible verse in it is not a biblical prayer. Yeah! First of all, I couldn't say that. I couldn't be like, ooh. I was like, oh, I suck. You know? Because then I'm like, how do, what, there's not a verse I know that goes with this. Like, I don't know what to do, you know? Like, so, and why? Because people have this idea that uh, biblical prayers or particular kind of prayers are filled with scripture, which is ridiculous, okay? It is ridiculous. God doesn't go, you know what? I forgot about that. It's a good point. You know, that verse, I just, that whole book of the Bible, it confuses me. So I'm glad you kind of figured that out for me. That was good. That was good. Oh, now I get it. I get it. Why? I get it. Why? Yeah. Why this career is connected to this Bible verse. The promises overflowing. I get it. He's, he doesn't, he's not. He's saying it starts with a deep friendship. It starts with you understanding that I'm the one who guards your heart and mind and your soul. It starts with you saying that, first of all, you got to understand that prayer is about getting in deep friendship with God and means that you have to move from just understanding who has your peace, but also moving towards a very pure relationship with him where you tell him everything and you, you don't pretend to be someone you are not. And if you find yourself just keeping pretending to be someone, it's just going to mess you up. Jesus illustrated this with his life. Everything you want to know about relationship with God, just look at the life of Jesus. And Jesus did not just talk about a certain relationship with God. He actually illustrated it. And so in Matthew 26, right before he's about to go to the cross, he uh, takes these guys to pray. Now, God himself is kind of is praying. He knows what's going to happen in the end. He knows that he came down for this. It's not like he's surprised. He knew that he was going to be killed. He knew all of this. And then he finds himself saying some things. And let me just read you Jesus' prayer. He said to them, he's telling his disciples, he says this, my soul is what? Crushed with horror and sadness to the point of death. And he says, stay here, stay awake with me. He went forward a little and fell face down on the ground and prayed, Father, my Father, if it is possible, let this cup be taken away from me, but I want your will, not mine. I mean, just think about this, where God tells you to stay with him. When the Messiah who healed, walked on water, you've seen him do, do supernatural says that says, could you just stay with me? What's going on? Could you stay? Like, I need your presence. Because he was very human. And his prayer life was extremely human. And so we have to understand the prayer is, number one, it's about what? Friendship. It's friendship. So are we developing a friendship with God? Are we, are we doing that? Now, the second part of this, of prayer, is partnership. And, and I really do believe that if you and I would understand this, that our prayer life or experience would get better. The, that there's one part about just developing friendship. But if you're only doing that, you're missing on the other part of it. 
And the other part of it is prayer is partnership. And you were like, what are we partnering to do? It's you and God deciding to come together, and it's you saying, God, I want to participate in something that I don't truly understand. It is extremely supernatural, but I will do it. And that partnership is what Jesus talks about when he says, let me tell you how to pray. Now, he's, when, he, when he was talking and giving them an illustration to how to pray, he was moving away from this friendship thing to a partnership thing. He was moving away from like this idea of a relationship to actually God activity. And so here, and it's one of the most popular passages uh, here in first, um, let's see, he said, Matthew 6, Matthew 6, he says this, he says, he says, pray along these lines. He says, our father in heaven, we honor your holy name. Now, by the way, in certain trends, you probably heard this prayer before. Uh, this is a very popular prayer. This is in the Living Bible Translation, okay? So it says, we honor your holy name. We ask that your kingdom will come now. May your will be done on earth. Now, help me with this part. Uh, just as what? Just, just as it is in heaven. Give us our food today as usual and forgive our sins just as we have forgiven those who have sinned against us don't don't bring us into temptation but deliver us from the evil one now this is so this is such a beautiful prayer and different translations do like it just becomes like a poem it becomes a song it becomes a it, it it's almost turns into a ritual and I want you to know that if it, if, it, if it starts becoming into a ritual prayer, you're missing the whole point. Let me tell you what this passage alone explains. It brings up a couple of things. Number one, there is an evil one. Number one, there is something out there. It's not cute. And, it's not about the, it's, 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 it's not all, you know, angels and fairy dust and whatever. There is, there is, Stuff in this world, there's an enemy that exists in your soul, that not in your soul, but that wants to come against your soul. There is a, um, there's a person, you call it Satan, you call it the devil, the, you call it the demonic forces. There is something out there that we do not understand. So it's not just about you and I trying to figure out how to get our prayers answered and how to get our healing, which is, is, is true, which because most of our prayers are connected to life here on earth. If you think about it, so many of my prayers are connected to either my life or the people I love and how they will experience life here on earth. That's the extent of my prayers. It's really about earth focused. I'm not really praying that in heaven I have a good day. That's not happening. I'm praying today I have a good day. Like, it's on earth. It's on earth. And what he says here is, number one, there is an enemy out there. And number two, he reveals something to us that I think we've forgotten. And I think it's very hard for us to even understand, especially if you, if you grew up in a Western uh, mind. And this is so profound. This is what he says. I pray, but I want you to pray, that God's will be done as it's done in heaven. And he says, I want you to pray that. 
I want you to pray that God would have his way because he does not have his way. And he doesn't stop being God. But he doesn't have his way. So earth, when you look at it, and you look at the death and, de- and devastation, you look at the, oh my gosh, close to 50,000 people in Turkey, in Syria, just devastated, losing their life. When you look at all the, the horror that happens here on earth, and all of us, all of us at some point go, where in the world is God? Why are you doing this? Why are you letting this happen? It's so easy if you're in a spiritual context to go, okay, well, that's God's will. I just want you to know that's not God's will. Jesus himself says, hey, God doesn't get his way here. I want you to pray that he has his way. Like it blows my mind, doesn't it? Like like this whole idea when you look at death and destruction and, and people dying it's never God's idea. By, by the way, by the way, when God first made us, give me to you his plan was that we would live forever. When God first made humanity, he made them to live forever. It was never his plan. Death was never his plan. He made us to live forever. And he has not changed his mind. We changed ours. And we allowed death and destruction into humanity, and now we're stuck. And he's like, i got to remove this, and so I've got to send a part of myself. I've got to smuggle my own self into humanity. We'll call him Jesus, and he'll come in here, and he will redeem humanity, and in such a profound way, and then he will begin to tell people that they need to partner with God because there's some stuff happening that we just do not understand, but God's will is not happening here. But it needs to. Does it mean that God's too small that he can't stop it? No, 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 no. We don't get it. I don't get it. I don't understand it. And we can go into a whole conversation about that. But all I just want you to know that when you think of partnership and prayer, that's, that's the context. God's saying, I want you to partner and pray that my will be done in the life of your kids, that my will be done in the life of your loved ones, that my will be done in the world you live in, that my world will, will be done in Russia, in the Ukraine, in Turkey, in Syria, in Pakistan, in Kuwait, in all these places that, that find themselves just devastated, in parts, remote parts of the world that, where people are getting sex trafficked all day long. The, the, the pain and the horror is overwhelming. So God doesn't say, hey, I just, you know what, I can't deal with it. He says, I need you to partner because there is an evil one. That his will is being used rampant. I mean, it's just going crazy. And what's happening is, is the humanity has been not, not knowingly even partnered with the evil one. And there are more people, agents of the, of the evil one, trying to afflict harm. I mean, have you thought about some of the stories, friends? where people do such horrific things to each other. Do you not, don't you wonder like what is wrong with us? Like what is wrong with us? How can we hate each other so much? What is going on? I just want you to know that 
I think part of it is so much. It's so demonic in a sense. It's so evil one. Like people don't even know what they're doing. And you know, and I know, we've been caught up in an emotion, right? And you stop and go, what was that? What, what, why did I do that? But there are some people who are caught up in so much horror and darkness and they're being used. And Jesus is saying, hey, I want you to develop this relationship with me. I want to give you peace. I want you to be pure. I want this authentic, authentic relationship with me. But, 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 just don't leave it as that where it's all about you and it's all about this earth that you're living in and the life you're living in here. It's also, it's a partnership. I need you to pray. I give up on prayer because it didn't work. I, I'm not talking about the prayers that I have prayed and you've prayed for something to work out in my life. I'm not talking about that. I'm saying I need you to don't give up on prayer because it is a partnership. If there is God's will going to be done here on earth, it's got to be connected to this supernatural, I don't know, I don't even get this activity called prayer. And that means you partner with him and you bring heaven down to earth, not trying to escape earth. You pray heaven down. So that's what he's calling us to. And that's the challenge for us. Because some of us are like, I just, I'm so consumed with all the other things. Or you're so consumed with doubt and there's a point where you're like, ah, God doesn't care. <sighs> Man. I, I, I. Do I know, do I know why he wants us to do this? I, I don't understand. But I just know that even Jesus continually prayed. And when he left, he, there's a whole passage in John where he's praying for us and the disciples and the world. And he's like, I just need you to know that you, you, you got to protect him from the evil one. I mean, I'm like, why are you saying all this stuff if you've redeemed us and if you've given us all this? Because there's something else going on, friends. So prayer is a practice in really changing our perspective. It is. See, once I understand that, I look at devastation and I go, it, it, because I've partnered now with God, I get it. I'm not blaming him for everything. I'm not blaming him for everything. So I'm going to partner. It changes my perspective. Okay, lastly, let me say this. Prayer really is about, it's about his power too, but really proclaiming his power. Again, connected to this idea of friendship. Right? It's about friendship and it's about partnership. It's, this is about partnership. Partnership. It's proclaiming his power. First John 5 says this. This is the confidence we have um, in approaching God. That if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know we have what we asked him for, for or asked for him. Now, if you've ever heard this passage, you're like, that's not true, because I have prayed all kinds of things. That's not true at all. That's not true at all. But if you would move that prayer out of the category of a friendship, out of the category of, of you and your life on earth, and you'd move that category, move that prayer into an actually a confidence going to him, praying for some supernatural things. 
what he's really saying here is, is I just want you to know that when you pray prayers that are connected to one thing, my will be done in a situation, you won't see it here. I'm not quite sure. You might get glimpses of it, but it does work. And you have to proclaim that truth. And you have to proclaim that over the things in your life. So how does this make sense in real life? In real life, there are some people in your life. There's some people, some very important people in your life. And they are uncovered right now. They're wide open, they're exposed to anything and everything the enemy wants to do. Anything and everything. They're just exposed. They have no prayer coverage at all. You've given up on prayer. They don't even understand. And basically, they're not covered. Some of our friends are just not covered in prayer. Some of your, your, your hopes and dreams are not covered in prayer. There is no going to confidence with God. It's, it's, not, it's not happening because, because they're not covered. I just want you to know that there are certain things, if they're so important to you, you have to cover them in prayer. Name, I don't even know what that means. Hey, I don't know what that means. I just know we got to do it. I just know that there's an evil one that wants to kill, steal, and destroy. There's things that are important to you. The most precious things in your life that give you joy, hope, um, that give you a sense of, honestly, a sense of worth even, those things are on target. Those things are wide open for the enemy to have his way. And we don't talk a whole lot about that because we're like, ah, I don't know if I want to get into that whole sci-fi, you know, oh, okay, we believe in this stuff. Hey, we believe in, uh, in God. So it's all, I mean, after that, it's all gone. Like you believe in God, it's over. Then you believe in everything. You're like, hey, you know what? Those balloons were not balloons. They're, those aliens. <laughs> sure, aliens. I'm up for whatever, man. Whatever. All I'm saying is there's so much stuff we don't understand, but I'm not going to give up on leaving my family exposed to whatever the evil one wants just because I don't get it. Like, I don't, I don't see it. It's like, it's, like, it's like, I'll give you one illustration. This is a terrible one, and I'll end in prayer. <laughs> okay. But if I, have, if I have ammunition, if I have the resources to take down an enemy, Okay, whatever you want to call it, okay, whatever you want to call it. And I just can't see the enemy, but I know he's out there. What am I going to do? Well, if I see him, I'll shoot. No, I'm just going to go blast. I want to just go crazy. You know why? Because I'm trying to protect something that's precious. Just because I can't see it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. So why would we wait for the enemy to expose themselves till we start praying? Why wouldn't we just to it beforehand. But we can go, you know what? If God really loved us, he wouldn't even, you know, let us go through this. Jesus himself was like, hey, if God's will was done, oh my gosh, I wouldn't even have to come down here. It's not being done. And you got to partner with me, with God, and we got to pray heaven down on earth. So, Prayer is two things, right? It's about what? So let's do that. Well, who are we guarding, covering with our prayers? If it's no one, 
then I don't know if you're partnering. If, if your prayers are just pretend prayers and just, just putting your best foot forward when it comes to prayer, you're not really developing a deep relationship. If you haven't said to God, I hate you, you don't have a friendship. I'll tell you right now. If you haven't, I'll just say this, okay, for those of you who are like, okay, we're leaving. Okay. For the, if you have not cussed, like gone crazy during prayer time, I, I think you're just pretending. Because when you're real, you do it. You know you do it. So why wouldn't you? And by the way, he, you don't have to apologize. He's like, oh my God, I can't hear this. But man, if we were, if it would change the game. It would change the game for us. Let's pray. Lord God, thank you. Thank you for this conversation. God, I know that there are so many prayers. There are so many things, God, that we are hoping and for. There's so many things that we're trying to figure out in life. We're just trying to figure out in life. And God, for some of us, the, the truth is, the truth is that we find ourselves in a place where we just don't know if, if, if it's working, if it's really working. So we just got to stop. God, I pray that if we've ever heard a voice that says, says stop, we understand that's not your voice. If we ever find ourselves doubting if this is working, God, that doubt doesn't come from you. And if we find ourselves not being able to see anything turn around, we are okay because we're going to partner with you to do things that are invisible that we cannot see. But God, I pray that we go deeper in our friendship with you and we would renew a true partnership with you and see what happens, God, in our lives. In your name we pray these things. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to this message from Mosaic Church in Charlotte, North Carolina. For more audio and video content, visit us at mosaicchurch.tv.